Come with me and you'll see All the junk we stash behind the curtain There is no word I know In this world that rhymes with curtain I'm fairly certain Hello ladies and gents, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Curtain. I am the lovable game master Spencer Borup, joined once again by Tracy, the terrific mom. And we are here mostly to talk about Salt Lake Game and Con. Woo woo! We had so much fun. But we will get to that in a second. We just kinda wanted to recap episode fifteen real quick and then we'll get to what uh, you know, we really want to talk about, which was the convention. So Episode 15, you know, guys got some answers. We got to see some some people's newfound skills. Uh, and, you know, Marcus attempted to show off, but ended up throwing a shovel. Oh, that was hilarious when he threw the shovel. <laughs> it was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Wasn't that also the shackle fight? Yeah, you guys fought some manacles. Yeah, too. that was pretty like, dun dun. <laughs> and two of you got branded. Yeah, the branding was exciting. The manacles was like kind of a letdown, like anticlimactic, I think. Hey. Zach said. It's just setting up the mood. All right? I know, I know. I know everything's not going to be amazing and astounding. And sometimes you think it's going to be like, oh my gosh, the manacles. And then it was like, oh, that's all they were. <laughs> oh, the manacles? The manacles. They're, they're alive? What? <laughs> yeah, like that. So. You know, kind of a fun little episode. The ending was especially exciting. Yeah, I was a little surprised that Marcus, the master of the mouth, didn't have more to say to that ghost. That's why I kind of jumped in there. Yeah. I felt like he wasn't being very diplomatic or very, um, what's the word? You know, with his mouth, how he's so charming. He was very charming. He was kind of lacking charm. Yeah, true. I don't know, maybe Zachary is tired that night. So I felt like I was kind of taking over, but the other two weren't doing anything either, and I felt it, our Trilla herself would have jumped in there and found out what was going on. Yeah. Curiosity. She was going to kill the cat if she didn't get her curiosity satisfied. True. So. Always our Trilla. jump right in there. Well, that's how I am, though. I have to know what's going on in the mystery. This whole thing is really hard for me to play this game. Because I want the answers. So if I was reading a book, I'd be reading it, reading it till 3 in the morning, not being able to put it down because I want the answers. You actually said right before we started recording this that you, you know, we haven't played for a little while and you're just itching to play. Oh, itching, dying to play. Because we pre pre-recorded because we have some family events going on. So, yeah, I'm dying to play. Dying to play. Well, this... Uh I don't think this will do it for you then. No, it's not going to. But I'm getting excited. So <laughs> I am. I'm just itching. I hate not playing every week consistently. It really bothers me. Well, yeah, I feel like we get into a routine too. Yeah, we do. And I think you especially, once you get out of your routine, you start feeling yeah. weird. Yes. <laughs> I'm very much of a routine gal. Though I do like, you know, occasional surprises and out of routine things. But yeah, I like to stick to my routine. Yeah. Is our trilla the same way? I don't know. I haven't decided. <laughs> no, I could think our trilla's more like, mm. hey, let's find out. I don't think she yeah. sticks to the routine so much. Okay. I wouldn't think she would because she never knows what's day to day. 
Yeah. I mean, she knows when she's traveling in her caravan what's going to happen mm-hmm. and what the, you know, kind of what the schedule is with whatever they're performing and who's performing what and kind of the routine of that. Yeah. But when she's traveling and on her own and in these different places and the different known settlements that she's visited, I don't think there's a set routine. Yeah. So, yeah. I want I want to write some more adventures on her. In her journal, I may be adding a few stories here and there telling about Artrilla. So make sure you stay tuned for those. Yeah, behind the scenes looks from even more behind the scenes. Yeah. It's not even on this part of our podcast. You have to go to the website. If you want to know more about leveling up, in particular, Zacharias wrote really good behind the, or excuse me, a courtroom piece. It's the fourth courtroom piece we've had so far. And uh, it turned out pretty good, and it's it's very basic. Just kind of gives you, you know, little things about leveling up, feats and skill points and things like that. So if you're interested about knowing more of the mechanics that come along with leveling up, make sure you check that out. I don't want to go into too much detail because... You know, as exciting as leveling up is, this one was kind of you know boring well, for a lot we were of people. Only second level, and I know, and I know that's the case. The second level, and a lot of classes, I feel like it's you know a like a bank account, like a savings account. Yeah, where I feel it, like Bard is like that. Yeah, you know, you you have your interest that just is very slow in the beginning, and then all of a sudden it just peaks. Yeah, I can't wait. End. I think I hit my stride or start really going to town when I'm level four. A lot so. of classes, I feel but like, do. I feel like as a newbie or a noob yeah. that it's kind of nice to level up a little slower like that. Yeah. Because even when I leveled up, I still have to wrap my head around a few more things. Mm-hmm. And being new, if I was to level up with a lot of stuff, I might get a little overwhelmed. So yeah. in a way, it's kind of maybe set up for the newbies. True. So if you want to, you know, take a class that, doesn't level up quite so quickly like Marcus's human fighter. Yeah, or... fighters fighters level up because they get a feat every level. Yeah, and he's a fighter, isn't he? Yes. No, no, no. no he's no, a rogue. He's something else. He's, he's a, a rogue. rogue. But they level up pretty quick too, don't they? Kind of. And wizard, it seems like they get a spell every level, don't they? Uh, they just get more spells. See, too much, too much. So I would suggest a bard. They level up slow. Slayers seem to level up slow. Slower. Slower. The so. core classes are, are just easy classes to go with in general. So if you're a noob, kind of stick to a core class would be yeah. my suggestion. Yeah, I wouldn't go with any Don't crazy class. Don't go with class. anything exotic and new. Wait till you're more familiar with the game itself and then maybe yes. try one of those. That's just my suggestion. If you, you know, maybe your brain works faster than mine and you were like, no way, I want to try this. Do it. You'll still have fun. Yeah. I would recommend sticking with the core classes. I mean, especially if you're willing to put money into it and get the core rule book, just use the classes that are in there. I think there's like 12 core yeah. classes. I mean, when you start reading about them, it's a lot yeah. of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. So and it depends on how much time you got to invest in this, too. And I think I've told people before, you know, before you go drop the $30, $40 that it takes to get a brand new core rule book, just invest in some PDFs. Paizo still gets money from the PDFs. But then again, if this doesn't work out for you and you want to try something else, you haven't spent a whole ton of money. Yeah, you haven't spent that 30 or 40 bucks. So, so yeah. I, I recommend the PDF routes to begin with. And when do the PDFs usually run? 10 Every single PDF is $10. See, way less of an investment. And, you know, I, as much as I love Paizo and as much as I love playing this game and as much as we want to prove that this is for everybody, some people can't afford rule books yeah, like, you can. like Philip can. Yeah, <laughs> So, 
Yeah, Philip just send, tends to spend all his extra money on robots. All his extra money. Yeah. So anyway, very you know, I thought it was a really exciting episode. It, he it doesn't was, have wife and kids though, so true. He's single, <laughs> single man. Single man spending Bachelor. his money any way he wants for his man cave. <laughs> It's a little late yeah. at night, so I'm getting a little budget. <laughs> <laughs> and I still have to go edit this one. Yeah. So, anyway, I thought it was a kind of an exciting episode. It, it was. Moved it was a, a good little episode. slower. I don't know why most. you say that. I thought it moved along really well. We fought the manacles. We got burned, or a couple of them got, you know, branded. And then and we went in there. And Philip and I are still, I'm sorry, Min and I, Min and our Trilla, are dying to know why there's a secret door. Why in the heck would you have a secret door connected to a, the sewing room, essentially, and the laundry? It makes no sense. Yeah. No sense why there's a secret door. Wouldn't there just be a regular door? It just, I don't know. We just can't figure that out. Okay. The mysteries of Pathfinder. Yeah. Why is there a secret door in the laundry room? In the laundry room. It just, uh, like, okay, there's a door there. I don't understand why it's secret. I don't know. So, anyway, excited to find out about that. And, of course, you got... Some questions answered, which yeah, she was answered exciting. You, yeah, Verisatera. No, I don't know her Vesoranya. name. Vesoranya. <laughs> I never say it right. So the V lady. The lady whose name starts with V. Yeah, and that was kind of exciting. I didn't recognize the name right away. I just recognized that, oh, it's the V. She's probably the one they're doing the thing on, the ritual to kill, kill her. But yeah. it was uh, Zacharias who said, oh, it's her, Vesserana, mm -hmm. it's the warden's wife. Yeah. So that was kind of cool to get a piece of the puzzle put there. Yeah, And to find cool. out how she died and yeah. where she died in the prison was interesting. And that she was looking for her husband and couldn't find him. So we got, yeah, got a few answers. I still don't know how the warden got trapped down there. Because those rocks are blocking the stairway, and you think he would have been the one to block the stairway with those rocks. That's another mystery for another I know, day. I see it driving me crazy. I want to turn the page and keep reading, mm. and I can't. So it's killing me, the Sorry. pace of this. Sorry, Mom. I know. It'd be different if we were like any normal Pathfinder group and we played for four hours a day. Yeah, we just can't do that. <laughs> no way. No way. <laughs> so Sadly. anyway, like I said, Fun, exciting episode. Uh, questions were answered. I feel like more questions were also, also put into place yes. that did not get answered. Yes, I so, think that's our life. Like, why <laughs> the is there a life secret of door this group. <laughs> yeah. in the laundry room? That's the biggest question. Yeah. So anyway. Stupid secret door. <laughs> let's take a step back from the episode. I think we've talked enough about it. And yeah. talk about our exciting. He's not going to tell me anything else. <laughs> I am not, no. <laughs> No, you can try, but I'm a good GM, and I don't let anything slip. Yeah, darn it. <laughs> so let's talk about our exciting weekend. Mom, remind everyone where we went. We went to Salt Lake Gaming Con. Woohoo! Woo it was so fun. I have to say, people, my first gaming con. Your first? My first con, period. Con. I haven't been to your, any cons. Your quilting conventions. Yes, you know. I've been to a quilting convention and quilt and sewing expos. I've been to several. But yes. this was my first con where they actually use the word con in the title yeah when i go to a sewing thing that's called sewing quilting expo the quilting show it's never called a con true but one of them's been in the same place but yeah. they used way more space they for the con. did it was fun though yeah it was very spread out i thought i liked it because it was spread out and there was room between the aisles yes because on saturday it filled up more mm -hmm. but you could still get around fairly easily yeah. 
It wasn't packed, jammed. I think if you wanted to play a game, it was getting crowded. Yeah. It was Tournaments harder to get the on. video game yeah. to ne- negotiate, I guess, negotiate through the video game areas and stuff, which actually was located next to us so we could see how that was getting filled up. That was fun. Okay, wait. Yeah. Before you continue, what was your favorite part of the convention? Um, <laughs> I think I'd have to say just meeting people. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun and sometimes, and other times it was a little interesting is the word i'll use we met some interesting people too but for the most part fun nice people especially the ones who came to the booth yes really enjoyable very nice a lot of cute kids a lot of moms i finally met moms yeah and then moms who played pathfinder so that really made me feel better like one lady said she'd been playing pathfinder for 25 years and another lady said she had Dungeon and Dragon books before they were even numbered. Yep. Which really boggled my mind. She said so. she had like a second edition D&D Game Master's yeah. handbook or whatever it, was, it is. And it, and was, it crazy. was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy, some of the people and what they had. Um, that I enjoyed meeting the people from the Pathfinder Society. Yeah, that, that was, was fun. fun. I had to find them, though. Apparently, Utah is not the place for Pathfinder. It's more of a D&D land. Spencer kept saying we were going to get attacked because i kept saying that we were better than dnd <laughs> i thought she was going to start a war with the dnd people because she kept saying like you know they come up and we'd ask them have you ever heard of pathfinder and then they say no and then we'd ask them have you ever heard of dnd and oh, then yeah, they, I've oh heard yeah of that. totally and the mom would go well pathfinder is better and the look on some of these people's face i thought we were going to start a freaking war yeah. I thought they were going to report back to their superiors in the D&D land, and yes. then they were going to come over with the troops, shut us down, take all our prizes, and leave. There were easily mm. twice as many D&D as Pathfinder, and I would say probably even more. Wouldn't you say, say like oh, yeah. two-thirds more D&D maybe? I, I wouldn't put a number on it. I would just say there were a lot There was more. a lot, because the D&D area was set up on the other end of the convention hall yeah down at the i don't know south the north end yeah the north end we were kind of in the south end so i had to go and look for the pathfinder people the first day Mm because i wanted to know if they were there i had to find them at the very northwest corner kind of hiding and i said why are you way over here and they they said because the D &D people tend to swallow us up so they had really separated themselves so that they wouldn't be swallowed up by the D D. So Pathfinder had maybe six tables if of that. eight. Well, and then when we went at the end of the yeah. day on Saturday, like there were other games encroaching in the Pathfinder it, there territory. Were. Well, no, that front part wasn't even Pathfinder territory. Oh. That was a pickup game. Anybody could play okay. anything right there. They were playing Yu-Gi-Oh. What is up with that? Anyway, besides the point. Now the Yu-Gi-Oh people kind of let's not start a war with the Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh people, people too. I think there was one table, one or two tables of Yu-Gi-Oh. Anyway, so the Pathfinder people have maybe five or six tables. I think when we went at the very end, there was only four games going, wasn't there? Three. And the D and D people had at least 16, 18, 20 tables going. I didn't see the D and D tables. It's because they were in the back, away from Pathfinder, but they were quite a large group. No, I only saw the the Pathfinder people the one time I went over. Let me tell this story. Okay. So we're closing down the booth. We're getting ready to go home, and we want to go to a panel. The only panel we went to, and it was for Worky the Chocobo, who's a voice actor in anime and 
and different games and stuff like that. He's hilarious, and I highly recommend you guys go look him up. And we want Salt Lake Gaming Con to bring him back. Yes, definitely. If anybody from Salt Lake Gaming Con is listening to this, bring Worky the Chocobo back. Talk about fam- mm. family friendly. Yes. I loved this guy. Anyway, finish Anyway, your story. so we're getting ready to close down, and we still had like... I don't know, what would you say, 25? Yeah, about 25. About 25 of these dice bags that I made that I was giving away to people if they put up with my silly Pathfinder trivia. Anyway, we go over to the Pathfinder section, and I interrupt the games, and, and I say, hey, you know, I'd, I'd hate to interrupt, but I we're trying to close down the booth. We're, we've been here all day today, all day yesterday, and we were just promoting our podcast. Would any of you like free dice bags? And I kid you not, these people almost jumped out of their chairs to get a dice bag yeah, from me. This was me. a response. <gasps> me, me, I want one. I want one. Come yeah. over here. Can I have one? Yeah. It <laughs> yeah, was it was hilarious. It was terrible. I thought I was going to get tra- if they, if we'd gone in the D&D area, I would have gotten trampled. I think so. I would have gotten a stampede of people. But they were very appreciative yes, they and were. I was excited that they were they wanted that. I don't know, it was cool. So we didn't get any of their names. Nope. I just remember them as the people playing Pathfinder when we had one who went over there. So if any of you are listening to this either, you know, now or when this is released or weeks in the future and you finally caught up to us at this point, you know, let us know and maybe send us a picture of you with your dice bag from us. I'd love to see yeah, any uh, anybody, really cool. anybody that got have to say all of you look so like you're having so much yeah. fun. One group in particular, they were very intense yes. looking. So we were a little afraid to approach them because we didn't want to interrupt the game. And they were some of the funniest uh-huh. ones going, I want one. Yeah. So well, and really, I, I just really like the DM was so into it. Excuse me. The GM, GM was so into what he was doing and the story that was going on that I like had to go up and touch his shoulder. Yeah. And then it even took a second for him to realize that somebody was touching his shoulder. And then he turns around and he's, he looks at the tote that I'm carrying with the dice bags in it. And I do my little spiel. And he's like, oh. Yeah, of course. And then the whole table explodes yeah. with excitement. But they were, were so quiet up yeah. until the time the GM said, oh, okay, sure, you can interrupt me. They were, like, so respectful they and were. quiet of their GM. It was weird. It was awesome. <laughs> I wish I could have played with that group because I don't get any of that from you four. Quiet, you. Guys, you. you guys are buttheads Everybody knows you're not supposed to really respect your GM. It was because he was a guest GM, probably. Either way. Who, if you agree with me, email. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> if you agree with me, email, you know, send me a message on Facebook. Don't email. Send me You're a message on Facebook. You're supposed to give your own GM a hard time. It's like the law. <laughs> All right. We might do a poll on this later. <laughs> yes, I think we should. <laughs> so, you know, just all the amazing people we met. And I know we wanted to mention a few we did. First of all, though, I wanted to say when I went over to Pathfinder the first time, I wish I'd got his name, but it was a representative from the society in Salt Lake, in the Salt Lake area. Mm-hmm. And he, I told him how um, anxious I was to go to a Pathfinder Society meeting. I want to go just because I think we need to maybe get some new material, see how other people play the game, especially me. I'm so new to it. Yeah. I would like to go and play with a different group, but I'm scared because I don't want to feel stupid because I'm such a newbie. And he said, no, come. Everybody will help you. It'll be so great. So that really helped me feel accepted, welcomed, and a little more comfortable about going to one of these Pathfinders for Society meetings. So how fun would that be? So if I go, I will let you know on behind the scenes. 
let you know how it goes. That would be a lot of fun. I, I would they like were to so attend. sweet. And they even knew which group and where to meet in our area. Yeah. And told us a little bit about them. So it was just really neat. What did they say about the Logan group? Uh, they did say that they were a little, they had a reputation for being a little bit off the wall and finding really obscure rules, but that they were a really fun, fun group. So, And anyway. weren't they... <laughs> Weren't they up at Toad and Tricycle? Yeah, Toad and Tricycle yeah, in Logan, Utah. Local game store up in Logan that my mom and I love. I love them. I've been going to them for, for years now. Super nice. Not yeah. really pushy about selling you, but as soon as you're ready to ask a question, he's right there. Yeah. I mean, just really attentive to and what's going on, but not pushy in any way. They get pretty busy, too. They're and he popular. did not make me feel funny about being a girl in there no because when i went i think i was the only girl that day because mm -hmm. there was a lot of that warcraft going on is that what it's called warhammer warhammer yeah. going on so it was a lot of guys i think i was the only woman in there and he just was going about his business mm -hmm. and talking to us and doing things and just really a sweet guy really nice i felt very comfortable in his shop so if any of you are interested in, in attending a pathfinder society and learning how to play uh hit up toad and tricycle and logan and i think they do it on wednesdays at six. Yeah, they were. They couldn't tell me for sure. They couldn't remember. So you might want to check them out. I'll double check it and then I'll post something on Facebook when I find yeah. out. Because you might run into us there. <laughs> and how cool would that be? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we're just going to make the rest of this episode, this behind the curtain, just one massive magic mirror moment. And we're just going to talk about some of the amazing people we met. This is going to be a really long behind the curtain just because there were so many great people. There were a lot of great and people. And I'd like to touch more on some of these people in the future if we get to that point. But for now, we're just going to say names and, and you know, some, some little things about what we talked to them about. So take it away, Mom, with your magic mirror hey. moment. The first guy I want to thank is... Jabba, because as soon as we walked in and went to get our booth and table, for some reason they had us mixed up and they wanted to put us in the press area, which we wouldn't have gotten any traffic. I didn't pay for that either. No, and we had paid for a table. Yes. So we were a little concerned that, you know, we were going to have to just get our money back and go home. But Jabba came up. That's what he said to call him, Jabba. We believe his name might be Kai, though. We looked him yeah. up. We think his name is Kai. Nicest guy ever. Found us a table, found us a spot, said it doesn't make sense why they would have you there. Let's put you here. He put us in a awesome yes. location, first of all, and was the nicest guy and came and checked on us the next day to make sure everything mm -hmm. was going great. Very nice guy. So hooray for Salt Lake Gaming Con. They were just awesome. Yeah. All of the information, helpful people were awesome, so friendly, so nice, so positive. Yes. And they knew we were just there for a podcast, and they were just awesomely great. The whole, the whole staff, all of Salt Lake Gaming Con staff, we won't go into it, but even the security was amazing. Actually, I was going to go into security just a tiny bit because we did have a little issue, not a big one. We just wanted somebody to move along. And Cody, a volunteer security guy, came and helped us out in the nicest possible way, did not offend this guy, did not make us look bad at all, was so sweet and took care of the problem mm -hmm. in the kindest and smoothest way possible. So he was awesome, and all the security staff was like that. Very behind the scenes, mm -hmm. but if you needed them, bam, they were right there. Yeah. And you could easily find them because they kept moving around. Yeah. They did not, you know, stay in one spot and look bored. They were always moving, always doing stuff. So it was awesome. And I was talking to my mom about this, or you know, before we went down to the convention, how 
how some of these girls they come dressed in these costumes and and some of these guys that come can just be really creepy. I guess, uh, I, you know, uh, if, yeah, and, and a little it, creeper, a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> and and I feel like that is the right word to use. And so if you're listening to this and you've ever been to a convention, you've always and you've ever been scared to approach security. Or even just uncomfortable. This guy was not scaring us. He no. was just making us uncomfortable. Well, no, what I'm saying is just yes. in general, if you've yes. ever been afraid to approach security, this has been a, a, a really good example of why not to be afraid of the security because they really are there to help. Yeah. So if you've ever been at a convention, you've ever had any issue in the future, if you ever have an issue, just know that they're there and they're a great resource while and at the convention. And they're just volunteers. So yes. it was awesome that they were so professional, handling everything professionally for being volunteers. Very, very smooth. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Can't next, say enough about that. Next person. We got a lot um, of them. Just wanted to thank Wayne, who was next door to us with Will Terry. I don't know if it's designs, but Will Terry is the artist. We bought a little bit of his work while we were there, but Wayne was his assistant. He just made the con for us. He yeah. helped us kind of set up a little bit more and give us some advice because he'd been to lots of cons and very encouraging and friendly guy. So thanks, Wayne, and, for making it a fun weekend. And they, the location they put us in, I was kind of worried that, that he would, you know, I didn't know who was there. I was just worried the person next to us was going to get mad at us because he had paid for a corner <laughs> and they put us right on his corner. And for those of you who don't know, corner booths are more expensive because you're able to get the area along the side as well as the front of the booth. So I was worried when we went down that he, you know, the guy next to us be frustrated that he was missing out on all this money. And all he did was just tell us to move the table. No, just he so asked us he if asked we would us. mind moving yeah. the table. He yeah. asked us if we would mind moving it. And he actually came over, helped us move it, pushed our stuff underneath it down. And we just really friendly. And Well, and it made traffic go in between the two tables, yes. which brought us more people, too. So it worked out really well it for did. both of us. And, and he was real laid back kind of friendly guy. So yeah. we had and fun. So I mean like I was I was stressing about that the night before and it just, you know, started out with that one great thing and then I felt like the rest of the two days just went amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. So, it's mm -hmm. it was very tiring, but it was amazing. Yeah. And then uh, we had a celebrity. I'm using the air quotes on that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can call them a celebrity when they're voice actors. But yes, no, they had, are celebrities. We had a celebrity voice actor. Don't Anja? say that. Shush. Shush. Wait. I want to <laughs> say her name. Anja. 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 Bamoni. Bamoni. Is that am I saying that right? We're not sure. Anyway, she plays Symmetra in, or she voices Symmetra in Overwatch. Yeah, that's the game. I had to ask Zachary, uh, what is she? But she had come to our booth, talked to Spencer, entered one of our drawings, we had no clue who she was. And then Zachary yeah. and I were walking around and saw her doing a meet and greet. And she was super friendly, super nice at our booth. Mm -hmm. We had no clue she was like a celebrity. And she was really nice with her fans. I could tell she was taking time yeah. with them. So really sweet, sweet lady. So she was over at our booth. And then, of course, Warky showed up on Saturday afternoon. And the boys about scared me to death because all of a sudden all three of them were yelling, it's Warky. And I mean, like, fangirl yelling, yeah. screaming. Yeah. Come over here. We, I mean, we, he was five feet from a, and they're yelling at him, the poor man. I think we scared him, <laughs> I too. I think we did, because he kind of was like, what, what? Yeah. He th I think he thought he was in trouble. Yeah. And then, <laughs> okay. 
Oh, nice. This yeah. man. Very sweet. Very sweet man. He and his two friends that were with him. Yes. I'm sorry. I can't remember, I can't their, remember names their names off the right top of my head. But nice, nice gentleman. But for those of you who don't know who Worky is, Worky's a voice actor. Um, and he's been in, in uh, different animes and, you know, different parodies. And But he's also a parody singer. So he takes, you know, classic songs like Weird Al Yankovic does and turns them into parody. And the music I know him most for is his Mormon parody songs, which we heard a couple of while we were there. That have gone gold, gold yes, records. gold so. records in, in, where do you say, Norway? Norway, Norway yes. Yeah, Norway. The Netherlands, yeah. Wow. Yes, Netherlands. So he's a, a a hilarious individual, and if you if you guys want to follow family friendly entertainment, uh, go oh, like Worky. Oh, check out his check out his YouTube. Yeah, and YouTube posts. videos. Yeah, it sounds like he's got a lot of stuff out there. So just a really nice nice man. Yes. Though. Very sweet. Very humble. Yeah. Um. Very grateful for what he has been given in life. The way he's been able to make this a career and have fun at this career he feels blessed yeah. and i appreciated that mm -hmm. that he wasn't you know some big star yeah just a really nice down-to-earth guy lots of fun um i also wanted to thank brandon from fandom podcast who stopped and visited us a lot in our booth we haven't quite listened to one of his um episodes yet one of his podcasts but we totally plan on it because he's talking about Everything, comics, movies, TV shows, anything geeky. And he was a nice dad. Yeah. He had th his three little kids with him, and they were uh, pretty busy little kids. Yeah. Very f cute, darling kids. But he says he has to do his podcast like from eight when they go to bed till midnight. Yeah. And I just felt for the man <laughs> because, you know, I've got grown kids, so it's way easier for me than for him to do a podcast and this is, my, is a dedicated guy oh, so yeah. go check out his podcast if you want and it's called fandom podcast and they have over a hundred episodes they've been i guess they've been doing it for a while i've never heard of it till the till the convention but definitely be giving them a listen because if he's any example of what the podcast is like then i'm pretty sure it'd be a great Podcast yeah, because to. he was awesome. Very, very friendly guy. Uh, we also got a little um, film debut, <laughs> I guess you could call it, from Swarma. I, I know I was going to say that. Swarma Gaming on YouTube. They have a YouTube channel. We haven't been able to find it, though. No. But apparently they filmed us. We did a little film cat farm, told us what we, who we were, and they visited with us. Fun, two funny guys yeah. in their early 20s, would you say? Just two uh, really sweet, know. just really sweet guys, and they were doing their, their filming there. So they got us, and just really nice. So we wanted to check out their YouTube channel too, but we haven't been able to find it. So if any of you are able keep, to find it, let us let know. us know how to find it. Yeah, we've. They said it's tricky to spell, and we thought we got it right, but we're wondering if maybe we got it wrong. So if you know, please um, send us a quick email and let us know where to find or it. Or send us the link to the video you guys see us in. Yes. We, we really want to see that. We really want to see ourselves. So <laughs> we're just, you know, glory hounds. <laughs> yeah, narcissistic. Maybe you are. And Atrilla is. No, I'm just I kidding. am. I, I love I, myself. I just want to see what these guys do. They had tons of energy. Yeah. Um, I Real quick, this is totally not podcast rela related, but um, I work, we've said this some some a little bit on the 
podcast, we'll mention it. Philip and I, we work in a preschool for our school district, Box Elder School District, and they have a preschool run by the district that is for special needs kids from three to five. Well, if you know how school districts run, there's not a lot of extra money for extra things. And my teacher has to spend money right out of her pocket. And I've even, you know, found stuff and donated, you know, old toys for my kids and things. And I noticed that one of the charity groups called Heroic was giving out free tiaras to all of these little girls and women and whoever seemed to want one. So I headed over there sat late Saturday afternoon just to see if I could get a tiara for our classroom because I think we've went through all ours. It's really hard to keep things for three to five-year-olds. They're pretty rough on stuff. So I asked the gal, her name was Candace Hyatt, and she said, you just want one tiara? And I said, well, how many can you give me? And Kiara went under the table and pulled out a box full of 36 tiaras to give to my class. So I just wanted to thank Candace. let me get her name right, Candace Hyatt. But she said the officers were all behind her on this, that this is what they do. They're a charity organization, raise money for charity. They dress up like whole bunch of comic book and movie characters and just a fun group of people so i just wanted to give a shout out to them um i know you can find them on facebook and online and everything so give them a check out if you're if you need some kind of charity thing done um last but not least these are just two guys that walked up to us and just pumped spencer up and so i just gotta say their names because they were so fun uh, we met him Friday towards probably the end of the evening. So we were starting to get tired. We'd yeah. been there since early. You know, we were setting up at 830, weren't we? We eight were there at 8. We were there at 8 o'clock setting up. First people didn't come at, in until 10. And we set up pretty quick. We still had some things to do. So so we were getting a little tired. I know I was. Yeah. You know, you're talking to people and you're on your feet. And, you know, we didn't want to be sitting down talking to people. We were up and talking to people. We wanted to meet you and shake your hands and get to know you. And these two came up. Their names were Chris Newhart and Kenneth Jones. And talk about energy. Just the energy coming off Chris was amazing. Yeah. Amazing energy from this guy. Just so nice. Really supportive of what we were doing. You know, kept trying to motivate us and say, you know, you should just do this. You go for your dreams. You make this your, your big thing. You make this whatever you want it to be. Just really, really nice guy. He actually owns a coffee shop, so I said we'd give him a shout-out just because I loved him so much. He yeah. was just, he made me laugh. He did. He was so funny. He just kept saying, what was his tagline? Are you ready? Yeah. For, for real. real. He just kept saying, <laughs> he'd say something really good, and then he'd go, yeah, for real. Oh, he was such a hoot. Just so funny. But he owns a coffee shop, cafe. Called. It's a cosplay coffee shop, too. Yeah, they actually, their headquarters there, his cosplay group, that's their headquarters. I can't remember the name of his cosplay group, though. Um, I can't even see what the name it's, of his coffee shop it's is. It's Irie Coffee Tea and Boba. That's what it is. And they're located on Redwood Road, 7, hold on, i got to get my glasses on. 7650 Redwood Road in West Jordan, Utah. Super nice guy. If you are down in West Jordan, I suggest you go to this place. Yeah. I don't even drink coffee, and I would go into this place just to see Chris. He is so funny, and if well, his wife is anything like him, they've got to be the most energetic company I don't ever. know if he's there all the time. His wife is the one that runs the coffee shop, and then he owns a cleaning business on the side. So if he's in there and you meet Chris, tell him hi from Gathering of the Ages podcast and 
count how many times he says for real oh it's so funny but it's so just funny. Su- such a positive yeah. individual and he had his friend with him kenneth jones mm-hmm. who's just as positive not quite as hyper i would say as chris <laughs> i could handle kenneth a little bit better uh, because by the time chris left i was exhausted I was exhausted. Spencer was flying was off the walls. I was jazzed. I was pumped up, and it, it was pumped him up. It, it was, exhausted What me. time was it after they left? It was I almost like eight o'clock when they left, and, and I was. And Spencer's going, "All right, let's finish this. Let's do it." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, I'm ready to go to bed. We got one more hour. <laughs> let's finish strong." I, I had to sit down after Chris left. Loved him, but <laughs> exhausted me. <laughs> Kenneth is a little more. Um, I wouldn't say quiet because he's no. still full of energy. <laughs> he was. But I could handle him a little bit a little bit better. Kenneth does real estate. Real estate in Salt for Lake. Century Twenty One, the Merrill Group. Super nice guy too. Great cosplayers. They really got into it. Awesome costumes. Great sense of humor, both guys. We just I mean, if anybody made our weekend, it was these yeah, two. It was they these just two. made it for us. They just so much fun. Well, so. not only did they did they come by and say hi and everything, but they were also trying to convince my mom to commission the dolls that she makes for all the characters. Those will definitely be put up on the website so you can see all the hard work that she's put into those. And Chris was even trying to get her to commission those and get get her to put them in his coffee shop with his wife and sell them through there to start with. And so that was huge as well. We really enjoyed that. And then... Not, you know, the next day, you know, well, before they left on Friday, Kenneth was found out it was my birthday. My mom told him. And Kenneth said, you know what I want to do? I want to get Spencer a light bulb. And so what it is, if you guys go in and you you like coffee and boba, get a light bulb. Because anytime you go back in, you get 50% off all your drinks using the light bulb. So don't throw it away. It's a really cool looking cup. It is a fun looking and cup. <laughs> it's like no mug you've ever seen. Yeah. It really looks like a big giant light bulb. It is. <laughs> and and so, you know, he he's like, I'm gonna bring that to you tomorrow on Saturday. And he gave me his business card and he said, If I'm not here by five o'clock, you call me and tell me that I'm a liar. And I was like, All right and I didn't know what to expect and then what time? Ten o'clock No, next they were day? there by one o'clock. One o'clock because I went to get you for okay. lunch and they were already there. And so they had come back and and I was talking to somebody else or doing something behind the table. I can't remember. And next thing I know, here comes Kenneth and Chris walking up. Kenneth hands me my drink in the light bulb and it was amazing. Like, I mean, talk about good coffee. I know my mom hates it that I drink coffee. I don't drink coffee, <laughs> but it smelled delicious. But, I, I mean, say. talk about good quality drinks and just loving what you do. So he he handed it to me, wished me happy birthday. We talked for a few more minutes. They were both dressed up. They looked amazing, amazing cosplayers. So I think we've even got a picture. We might put up Kenneth with his skeleton yes. friend. Yes. <laughs> I think we will. So we'll, we'll probably post that on the website just to give them an extra shout out just because they were so funny, so friendly. Talk about making instant friends. Yeah. And once again, if you're if you're into coffee and you want to go check out a nice cafe, Irie Tea and Irie Tea Coffee and Boba on Redwood Road in West Jordan. West Jordan. So make sure you check them out. Any other people you would like to shout out before we go? Okay, we met so many friends, but we wanted to thank you for stopping by our booth and give you a little extra shout-out. So the first person is Aaron Fordham. Thanks for stopping by. Britt, we appreciate you stopping by. Reed Olson, we appreciate you stopping by. Chris, Christopher, we appreciate you stopping by. 
And last but not least, sorry she was upside down, Lisa Spalding. Thanks for stopping by. Ashley, everybody who stopped by and entered into our contest, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to visit with us, let you run our spiel, enter our contest, talk to us, visit with us, and hopefully try out our podcast. Thank you so much. Yes, and thank you for me as well. I posted a little video Friday night uh, about, you know, just how, how much I enjoy doing this, how much I love doing this, what it means to me. And, you know, I feel like a lot of stuff goes unrewarded on the podcast. Uh, you know, my mom does all the editing. Zacharias does fantastic artwork. Philip puts in a lot of time. Zachary puts in a lot of time as well with the podcast. You know, getting him here is just a big, a big deal. Getting him out of his bedroom is a big deal. So <laughs> just, just him being here is, is big and just spending time with the family. And uh, I tell people that this is my baby. It really is my baby. It's kind of my brainchild. I started it back in September and, uh, you know, as much, uh, as much love and time that I put into it, Everybody else on the podcast does a lot of work as well. So it's not just me. I couldn't do it without the rest of the people on the podcast. And I just want to say thank you to everybody that listens to us. I'm wiping away a tear. Wow. <laughs> Thanks. Just kidding. <laughs> I just want to say thank you to everybody that listens to us. If you're new, if you've been following from the very beginning, thank you. Uh, from everybody here at the Gathering of the Ages, we have some really big things planned for the future. I do, especially, like I said, this is my baby. And it's it's just with anything I do, you know, as short-lived as some things might have been, I still gave it 110%. And I, I hope I'm doing that with this podcast. And I hope it comes across that we all are, that how much we love this, and what it means to us that we get to do this as a family. It's just a big deal for us, I feel like. It's brought us closer together, and we hope that that message comes across and that you as families are able to find your creative outlet, whether it is Pathfinder or, you know, any tabletop game or even if it's a video game or story time. I don't even care. We just want people to spend time together as a family, and regardless of what religion you are, or background you come from, family is one of the most important things I feel like any person can have. So if you're listening to us and you love your family, go out and do something with them. Just, you know, get together, have some fun, because that's all we're really trying to do with the podcast. And just tell this amazing story as, you know, as a family. So. Yep. Um, I think that's about it. This has been going on for about 45 minutes, and I still got to edit this and get this up tonight. So If if it's late, it's mm -hmm. my fault. Mm -hmm. Blame the mom. <laughs> anyway. That's what I tell them anyway. Yeah. Just blame your mom. <laughs> so we hope you guys enjoy. We hope you guys continue to listen. Any other parting words? Nope. Just, just like you said, get out and play with your family. Do something. We're going camping next weekend. Yep. We're super excited. This is our... Third, fourth, fourth annual? Fourth annual. I think it's our fourth fifth. Fourth annual. No, I think it's just our fourth. 
No, it's our fifth. You're right. Yeah. Fifth annual Camp Boring. We put that together because our last name is Borup, and my son-in-law's last name is Manning. So put them together, and it's boring. So fifth annual Camp Boring. Looking forward to it. We might have to do something behind the scenes to let you know what kind of fun we had. Oh, my word. <laughs> That's my baby. <laughs> At least it only comes once a year because it pretty much – I get pretty um, excited about this. Yeah, she does. <laughs> we have a schedule to follow and everything. <laughs> so anyway, we love you all so very much. We hope you guys have a wonderful week. We will see you on Wednesday with another episode, episode 16 of Gathering of the Ages. Now go out and do something with your family. Huzzah! Anyway, <laughs> talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Come with me and you'll see All the junk we stash behind the curtain There is no word I know In this world that rhymes with curtain I'm fairly certain